Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux, I am Peter, that is Connor and we talk about movies on this show and it's nice to be back to regular weekly movies because it's been a while because we had a really busy April, May uh, but we're back to doing weekly episodes and we are returning to the Godzilla franchise which we were roughly supposed to do one every month but because of those two busy months the last time we did a Godzilla movie, Son of Godzilla was the last one, was actually uh, I believe in February been that long it's been that long since we did the last one oh, damn. Uh, so we're jumping back in with destroy all monsters the ninth movie i believe if i remember my numbering and the godzilla franchise uh came out in 1960 ishiro honda who directed the first one also directed this he's directed a bunch mm-hmm. of them there's only one or two that he's not directed up until this point yeah um and we'll start spoiler free as we always do uh but that is that's is what we're going to do so this film is an alien race called the kylak basically main control all of the monsters, they're on Monster Island, and there's a bunch of other monsters, more on them in a bit, but uh, they main control them and start attacking the cities with them, and basically want to take over Earth. Yeah. Unless our heroes, our human characters, can figure out a way to disable said main control and take take control back and fight the aliens off. And there may or may not be a backup plan from the aliens, but we'll get to that in spoilers. Uh down the line but that's the yeah, gist of the this, film this has a lot of monsters in it it does um i th- i was thinking some of them might be original monsters for this movie they're not i actually i've got a list here and i can tell you where some of them came from because they all came from somewhere do, do you know why i would guess that that you know if, if you'd asked me if i thought any of them were original mm. i'd have said no because that's too expensive to create a whole suit just for this well, that's a very good point um but i'd certainly never heard of a couple of them Oh no, there's there's some of them I definitely don't recognise. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll ask the question. Connor, did you enjoy Destroy All Monsters? Yeah, for the most part, it was uh, kind of fun. Yeah, it was not bad. I I think um, Son of Godzilla was kind of a low point uh, compared to some of the... Because even Ibera, which was not a good movie, was so silly that I remember having a blast. That was the one with the... uh, Oh, well... Godzilla's asleep in the mountain. We'll we'll strike ah. him with lightning. That was that yeah, one. That, that was one. that was a fun time. Stupid but fun. Um, this one I think uh, had some pacing issues here or there, and it kind of suffered from the human characters being kind of just there to serve the plot. I mean, not that the human characters in most of the Godzilla movies are that like in depth or exciting, but I'll be honest. I think my biggest problem with this movie is you know when when I'm watching this sort of Godzilla movie, I'm mm. not expecting huge plots. I want cool monster fights right yeah is when there's a point you know the, the main monster fight it's being commentated over mm. and it's really distracting and and i'm like just shut up and let me watch the monsters fight stop <laughs> telling me what they're doing i can see what they're doing it's funny actually because i thought some of the miniature work was some of the best that we've had um there was a couple of buildings that godzilla like you know walked into or smashed and I thought the the detail of all the floors inside the building like crumbling as it was falling. I was mm, like, oh, that looked quite good. Because yeah. sometimes it looks quite hollow. Because you know, it's just it's a model, right? Yeah. But this actually felt like, oh, I mean, I can, it still looks small. It still looks like a model, but it had all the floors, and it was. I was like, oh, that looks quite good. It's detailed. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was detailed. Um, that was good. And the big fight at the end, I thought, had a lot of fun moments. Uh, mainly just because a certain monster finally got his ass whipped. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was that was kind of satisfying, but. Um, yeah, so you've got Godzilla in here. You got Rodan, who's kind of become a. He's one of the big characters. Uh, Anguirus is fairly big. Uh, Gorosaurus, um, I was not familiar with. He's a bit of a generic looking dinosaur. Is that looking the, the, the T Rexy one? Yeah, the T Rexy one. Uh, a bit more lizardy than a T Rex, but yeah, the T Rexy one. Uh, he is from a King Kong movie. Let me just double check. I've got okay. I've got the Godzilla wiki up. 
which has all the... <laughs> good, good plan. Yes, yes. Uh, first appearance, King Kong Escapes. That's where he's from. So One day. I was unfamiliar. Unfamiliar with that one. Uh, obviously, we got Mothra. We got Manila, which is the, the son of Godzilla. We had him in the last movie, of course. We got mm-hmm. Kumonga, and I'm like... And I might even remember hearing his name. That's the spider. Oh, that's the spider, yeah. That's the spider. We, we've had the spider before, right? Yeah, it was the son of Godzilla. Yeah, it was the last one. Yeah. I was going to say, because I remember, I remember thinking in the last one, you know, in that one, that, that spider, for, compared to a lot of the other creatures, that spider looks fantastic. What's funny is that I didn't um, recognise that name, but looking at it, yeah, apparently when we watched Son of Godzilla, it was referred to as Spiga, the name. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So the name changed a lot. Apparently it's the English translation for Son of Godzilla changed it to Spiga, whereas it's actually Kumonga. Right, Spiga sounds more familiar. But... Yeah. I, I kind of like Kumonga though. It sounds like hu- humongous. Kumonga. Yeah. I can yeah, see no. what they're going there. Spiders look good though. I'll give you that. I, I thought, I, he's the he's the only one where I'm like I don't buy that he's on the same team. <laughs> Everyone else like I get them. I, I buy them all getting along. Kumonga. I don't know. It's not a fan of the spiders. Oh, main spider. I don't, I don't, they don't bother me. But uh. I don't know. They're no, evil looking bastards though, right? I mean. I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I think he's the, the, definitely the best-looking costume, though. Uh, we had Baragon. We didn't see tons of him, but he had kind of the sort of slight wingy bits under his arms. Oh, yeah, okay. Wasn't a, it wasn't a whole much of him. Uh, but his first appearance was in Frankenstein versus Baragon. Okay. I did not know that existed, but... I, I'm <laughs> I glad I do. Apparently it does. Oh, now it's saying Frankenstein Conquers the World. I wonder if that's alternate titles. Probably is. It is, yeah. the same movie. <laughs> Uh, Godzilla franchise never changed yeah. and then you had Varan who's Varan don't even, don't even sound familiar oh no he had the wing things alright so him and Baragon look quite similar by my <laughs> my standards then okay he was in his own film called Varan alright uh, look up a picture of Baragon yourself Baragon does show up again I remember Baragon that's the, that's the, like, the others I don't remember their names and then I, I skip one there I skip Manda Manda was the uh, kind of really skinny Komodo-looking dragon. All right, Bar- Baragon's kind of Triceratopsy. Okay, yeah, he's got yeah, the head's kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking now. Yeah. He was a similar size to the other one, though, which is why, why I think I was mixing them up. Oh, fair enough. I'm looking now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, Manda, the the dragony one, his first appearance was in Atragon. I don't know what that is. Actually no, yeah. It's exciting. Anyway, that, that's your your monster wiki portion yeah. of the. Uh, I, I I did like the the Manda one. Uh, you know, I thought that they, they, they oh. used that one quite well. Oh, it was it was different. Yeah. It was. I think because it's, it's such a different body style to to the others, they can't just put it in a fight like that. So it was kind of sneaking around things a bit more. I mean, I think that's what I think that's why I liked uh, the spider as well. I think where where it fell down for me was like uh, the the Gorosaurus, where it was like. Well, Godzilla's already kind of that shape. It's kind of weird having yeah. him as well. But I think the, the problem with the spider is the main use of the spider was just, you know, shooting the web. It was doing the same thing as Mothra. That is true. Yes, that's true. Well, a bit redundant. That would be sense. okay if Mothra would just finally, you know, spawn his wings, the bitch. It'd be proper Mothra <laughs> and not this little thing. I have to, you know, I have to give them credit. They've, they've kept Mothra like this for like four movies now. Yeah. I reckon something had happened to the suit, right? <laughs> it got some damage. I'm going to give them credit for the continuity. We're going to build up to the, the wings again. 
Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? We're building up to the metamorphosis, metamorphosis if I say it properly. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give them credit for that. But, yeah. so a lot of monsters, basically. Um, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Like, I think there were some pacing issues here or there. Um, there was times where I was like, eh, you know, I'd like the scientists figuring things out and like, because the other, the other big plot elements here is that we also have some main controlled humans that factor in and we have this uh, rocket ship that is kind of like a big thing. Like, you know, they've got, because they're on the moon to begin with, this this crack team, one of the main characters. Yeah. Uh, flies this rocket ship. And it also works on Earth, though, because they're also flying it around a lot on Earth. And they use it to sort of investigate and scan things. And uh, there is a fun sequence where Rodan kind of chases them. And Yeah, yeah, there is. I, I thought that was a cool, because they're using this so much during the movie to do various things that I thought... When is this going to factor into a monster in some way? And sure enough, eventually it became like Rodan was flying after it. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun. It made sense, right? Um, I actually want to give it credit as well. I actually think one of the series' most cinematic moments so far were in this one. It was before okay. the big first monster fight in Tokyo and the mind-controlled uh, woman character, Kyoko. Yeah. Uh, I thought the shots of her sort of walking through all the panicking citizens as she's looking up kind of in awe that our monsters are about to fight. Uh, actually, just after, you know, when she comes off off the, the subway. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff where she's walking through the street and the angle's really low and it's looking around the buildings around her. I thought, this is actually like a really cinematic moment. Like, and it, I'm not trying to put down the filmmaking, but I feel like because it uses models and it uses guys in suits and stuff, typically a lot of the cinematography has to be quite simple because of what they're doing. It's, it's restricted because they can only show certain angles. Yeah. Um, but this really felt like, oh, this felt big. It felt like, oh, like, oh yeah, it's time to like, it almost felt like Rita Repulsa. Like, oh, the time for my monsters to fight and destroy yeah, things. Yeah, okay. oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I, I was getting some like build up to it. I, f- I feel like I'm so used to these monsters fights in these movies now that there's no like, there's no anticipation in the same way there was back in the first Godzilla. There was, there was not that build up of like adrenaline as it's about to happen. But this mm. was kind of like teasing it and kind of like drawing it out in a nice, interesting way of like, okay, it's about to get climatic. Things are about to go down. I think another thing they did here to help that is before the fight started, they showed a lot of the models before it started. Like you see, like the train get into the station and it's clearly a model. They show some of the buildings are clearly models, and I kind of liked that because it was like. Okay, you're not going to just see them when they're about to be destroyed. You're going to see them in context first. So when we see the monsters go flying through them later, it's like, okay, I saw that already. I, I, I think the downside to it is them showing me that means I know which buildings are getting destroyed. That is that is fair. That is fair. Uh, I know sword. what the time. I see that train. I go, okay, that train's going to go. That that is fair. It's it's kind of the same where if you watch like a low budget action movie and there's a really sort of shitty looking car. You know that's the one that's going to blow up because they've got it from a scrapyard for cheap because <laughs> they yep. wanted to blow up. It's the same. Yep. It's, the same it's the same thing. It, but I mean, I kind of appreciate. It was different though. I, even if it, even if you even if you didn't like it, I don't know if you. I mean, maybe you didn't. didn't, or didn't I, I like actually it. don't have a problem with it. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not really too too hard either way. But even if you didn't, I think what I like about it is that they're at least trying to do different things with it. They're like, oh, oh no, this, this, I, I can definitely respect that. Yeah, that's shot in a different way. Mm. No, this film does feel different to the previous bunch in in that sense you know it's it's it feels a bit more ambitious right yeah yeah ambitious yeah yeah just, and, just and that's easy. not just because of all the monsters which you know is, is ambitious to have this many oh sure but, it's, it's more about how it's filming it and how it's handling the, the sequences that it's trying to do some different things yeah um, because there's points where there's like tons of tanks like firing into the monsters and there's lots of smoke and it's like oh they're really trying to do something here yeah, like some some of the movies have felt like okay, now that's a really safe one they've just churned out. 
Yeah. This one doesn't feel like no, that, that it was just churned out or that it was, oh, no, this is the safe one. This felt like, you know, they tried on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder, I mean, I think uh, Shiro Honda, um, this may have been his last one. Let me just double check that because he, he did stop making them <laughs> at one point. <laughs> well, I mean, he had to eventually. And I'm just wondering um, when that was. He actually, actually, that Atrigon I mentioned, he did that one. Uh, Destroy All Monsters. No, he did All Monsters Attack. And he actually did Terror of Mechagodzilla, which was actually a good chunk later. So he's got two more. He's got two more in this franchise. Okay, cool. But yeah, no, he was being ambitious. And I think I respect that. Even I think I think the script lets it down a little bit here or there. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like we take a little bit too long to get to some points here or there. Mm, definitely. Um, but the overall monster action of it uh, worked quite well, I thought. So. It is, yeah. Because it's, it's only like 90 minutes, but probably could have been more like 75, right? Probably, yeah. That, that, that might have helped. Fair. And again, I think it's because the characters... Like, I feel like typically the, the ones where I, where I think of that there's good characters, like Ghidorah the three-headed monster, and then you've got the princess from Jupiter warning them about, and you, you've got this, the human character she, she's trying to convince, and one of them's kind of falling for her. Like, that was, they were, those were good human characters in one of these movies, where you're, you're kind of into yeah. the actual plot, and like people trying to assassinate her because she's a, she, she's from Jupiter. Like, yeah. you know, there, there was a plot there that was kind of fun to get into outside of the monsters, whereas here it was more about, no, no, it's all about... Just waiting on the monsters. because yeah. because the aliens, the uh, what did I call them? The the Kilak. Kilak, yeah. So we pronounce it. Uh, they they are probably one of the least interesting sets of antagonists. That we've yeah, had. yeah. They, I I couldn't really tell you anything about them. I don't really well, care about them. Let me let me well, let me be specific about that. They themselves are the least interesting. I think when they've got like you know uh, Kyoko mind controlled, she's one of the most interesting antagonists because she looks like she's gleeful about the monster attacks that are about to happen. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of them, motivations, that yeah. sort of thing, I don't really care. It was just like, oh, here's another alien race that are wanting to take over the Earth. Right. It, it, I, I, just because, right? Yeah, it's worth mentioning this one's set in the future of near the end of the century, which is still the past for us, but... Yeah. Obviously in 68, that I felt, oh, we're in the 90s. Exactly. Yeah. It's all futuristic, we've got a base in the moon. Yeah, they're a solid 30 years. Yeah, I I do a lot of those. Obviously, that's you know, around the time of the moon landing. Ah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, just a yeah, year so, before. Yeah, yeah, that that's all ramping up. Yeah, and they're like, oh, race. okay, we can see this going. Yeah, um, and and to be fair to them, that progressed so quickly, right? The 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 space race. It's, it progressed so quickly until they decided not to progress it anymore, and it just stopped. Right, right but you know, <laughs> at this point in '68, that was going so fast; they were moving really quickly. Like constantly, there was oh yeah, we we we've got further. It's it's more. So you know they're going right in thirty years at this pace. Of course, we're gonna have a base on the moon. Oh, it's twenty eight. No, sorry, twenty eighteen. I'm, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's twenty eighteen, and we still have no damn base in the moon. Well, at least that we know of. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there were some plans that you know never happened Secret again bases. that we know of. Um, maybe, maybe in thirty years. Maybe by the time we're in our upper middle age, there'll be there'll be. Let's a base be honest. I want there to be a moon base just because a moon base is cool as shit, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I don't care whose it is. I don't care what purpose it is. Just there's a moon base. That's cool. If I can get to the point in my life where it, it, you don't have to be filthy rich to fly into space, that that'd please me greatly. Yeah, okay. You know, it's feasible for most people to just buy a ticket and just go, go on a trip to the moon. So, so sightseeing. Yeah, go to the moon. You just want to see the view, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, space may all be the same view, but I mean... 
It's space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'll have the Expand soundtrack playing in my earphones as I, as I leave orbit. Why not? <laughs> can't, can't do that. It's the same so if you're walking through the city at night and you've got some, like, uh, like Blade Runner or, you know, mm, mm. you know, some, some sort of cyberpunky soundtrack playing as you're walking through the night with all the lights. You know, do, yeah, you, you obviously play, you, you don't play the Halloween soundtrack because... You might creep yourself out a bit. Not in the city. If you're in like a suburban area at night, you play the Halloween soundtrack. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, I don't find myself in uh, places to play like Western soundtracks, though. I have to, I have, to have to travel to sort of to some desert for that. <laughs> Make yeah, it's right. too much effort, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of effort. Um, but hey, so spoilers then. I think we'll talk about spoilers. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about the the, the back half. We'll talk about spoilers. Uh, so Ghidorah's in here. <laughs> Yeah, big surprise entrance. Not really that surprising. He's been the surprise entrance in the last like three films. Yeah, but I mean surprise but, entrance in that. Not the last one, admittedly. It wasn't in the last one, but it wasn't like the three before that. It was, but uh, well, I mean surprise entrance, not in context of the franchise, just more in they treated it like a surprise. Yeah, I mean basically, like the humans fly to the moon again to try and crush the device they're using to mind control the monsters. Uh, they, they they succeed. It lets all the monsters. They actually get control of the monsters for a while. The humans are actually controlling them, and they they actually use it. Then the aliens are like, oh well, in that case, we're going to bring out King Ghidorah because he's a space monster, and your Earth monsters are no match. And there's like nine of our monsters just like standing there, like, come on then, yeah, come on yeah, then. And Ghidorah gets his ass kicked. There's, there's a fun sequence where. Uh, Angerus is like hanging from one of his heads, like one of his necks, as he's flying through the air. But it gets to a point where Ghidorah's just down, and they're all just stomping on him. Like Godzilla's stomping on his head. Yeah. Which which was the monster that did like a? It was almost like a smoke ring. It blew out of its mouth. Oh, that was Mela. He did that. Remember, because Godzilla was trying to teach him his atomic breath. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it was just the way it looked in this one was it's just it was weird. Yeah, I will say at one point Godzilla did his atomic breath, and it did this weird angle up the way, and I was like, can he like bend it now? <laughs> Why not? He's bending his atomic breath. Uh, but no, you almost start to feel bad for Ghidorah. He's just down and they're just like stomping on his head repeatedly. It's, it's at a point where if, if I didn't know that these suits were expensive and they wanted to reuse them, I'd expect it to just, you know, rip him into, rip the heads off is, is the way they were going at it. I mean, it can. I mean, I don't know when he shows up next. Like that. I mean, this could be him for the the rest of this era. I'm not sure. I mean, the next one is destroy all monsters. I feel like <laughs> I feel like he's probably going to be in that. Was was this not destroy all monsters? Uh, almost as attack. That's the next one. There we go. Yeah, it's almost. Cause... This was this was destroy all monsters. Almost <laughs> as attack. The point <laughs> being is the phrase all monsters is in there. So I'm fully expecting Ghidorah. To pop up next time as well. Probably as a surprise again. Probably. You'll be uh, surprise bitches, I'm back from a revenge. I'm gonna kill your son, Godzilla. Oh, please. Maybe it will, maybe it will. I'd be um, okay with that. And the whole the whole film though, they're trying to find the secret uh Kylak base. <laughs> I can't forget what they're called. They have to find the secret Kylak base. And it's actually during the fight with Ghidorah, they knock off some rock. Because uh, Angerus gets proper slammed at one point. You think he's going to get buried alive. Uh, but they actually reveal some of it. And even though they lose control of the monsters, they all go, no, Godzilla and the monsters, they know, they just naturally know who the real enemy is, so they're fighting them for us. And they, they, they go after the, the Kylaks. Yeah, there's like, you know, animals you know, instinctively know their enemy. 
Yes, that was the thing. To be fair, I think at this point we've clearly established that Godzilla, at the very least, is relatively smart. He's not like it's not like a dog. He's smarter than that. Yeah, that's fair. Right, More like a dolphin. Yeah, maybe even smarter than a dolphin. He's got a bit yeah, of maybe, intelligence. Maybe I'm not, I'm not gonna go that far. Dolphins are pretty smart. If they're that smart, why don't I see them at university? Because they're all dicks, and they, they, they dick each other over. It's like, you ain't going to university, bitch. I'm just saying, if they were that smart, they'd figure out a way to get out of the war. That's all I'm saying. Dolphins are proper dicks, though. Do you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> they're, pro- they're proper vicious got, to each other. Got an attitude problem, do they? They do. And uh, uh, Dolphins are not us. They're proper vicious to, to each other. Hmm. So, so the big killer whales, they're, they're quite snuggly. They don't, they don't bother me. No, no, they'll, they'll, they'll. I mean, they'll, they'll take a chunk out of whales. That's the point. That you know, it's a mistranslation. They're not, they're not whales. They're whale killers. Okay, fair enough. So they're, they're pretty vicious too. All right. Yeah, but they're, they're just having. There's a difference between being a dick and just eating something because you're higher on the food chain. No, that's fair. I, I, I think is you expect something with the name killer whale, or you know, to be a bit vicious, right? Whereas dolphins. And otters, they have this reputation of being, oh, these are the nice, you know, these are the cute things. Or even just the name, dolphin, it sounds very soft and pleasant. It does, but, you know, they're all dicks. I want to talk about a fantastic scene, uh, because after, because the movie starts with uh, the Kylak, like the gas monster island, uh, which all the monsters are all been basically, it's, it's like Jurassic Park, but it's not a theme park, but it's like Jurassic Park in that they're all contained on this island. They've got like yeah, barriers they, they, around they it. They can eat all they want. I'm pretty sure they actually show some dolphins that they can hunt. Yeah, I think it was actually. If it wasn't the dolphins, it was maybe like uh, similar sized sharks, maybe. There was, was definitely maybe. some. So, some so, marine life. Yeah, some marine life swimming through the, the water. Yeah. Uh, but they, we see them all get gassed and they'll go down, and including the humans that are in this sort of the research centre in the middle of it. And when. Our, our, you know, our ship, our captain and his ship are told to go and investigate and they go in. They end up fighting with them. They discover they're being mind controlled. But they manage to grab like the, the head scientist, the guy, and they, they kidnap him and bring him back for questioning. And I mean, kidnap him is the wrong word. Apprehend. Yeah, they apprehended him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but they get bring him back, and you know the the, the other, you know the head scientist dude that's working with us the whole movie, and the captain are trying to question him, and they're like, "Why did you do this?" And he just won't talk to them. And at one point, they just stand up and start talking to each other. And the the, the main controlled guy just gets out of his chair, walks over to the window in this hotel, opens it, and then just throws himself out. Yeah, and it's a pretty awful uh, dummy shot of the dummy. Yeah, yeah. which can kind of made it even better. I'm not gonna lie. No, I agree. I was like, well, I guess that's him dealt with. Made me laugh. And then Kyoko, who's still main controlled at this point, uh, and some of our other main control buddies show up and try and like steal the body because yeah, they're like, don't touch him. Yeah, turns out they don't. They didn't want them to find out how they're main controlled because after the autopsy, because they keep the body, they they find that he's got like a little metal ball on his neck, and they're like, okay, right, so that's how they're doing that. Yeah, Kyoko, of course, was being main controlled by her earrings. She was because obviously they check for the the neck when she comes out of the subway. Yes. checking all the women. She was essentially an infiltration unit, yes. And the reason why they were checking the women is because all the different people who were mind-controlled all came from different countries, so they knew the Japanese person who might be in Tokyo was a woman. Yeah. So they were checking all the women. Um, and that led into the big, the big, big fight. There was yeah. the big Tokyo fight, which was good fun. Yeah. There had lots of things going on. Um, I especially liked, uh, what was his name, Manda, 
going around the the like the monorail track. He yeah. sort of snuck snaked himself around it. Yeah, it was a really unique thing compared to everyone else. Yeah, uh, it was very slack. I, I, I think I preferred the Tokyo fight to the end fight. I think that's. I think that was more flashy for sure. I, I think the the end fight had some more like emotional gratification because they were kicking the shit out of Ghidorah. It did, and, and you know the, the end fight had more of the monsters there. Yeah. But I thought the 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 focus and the choreography in in the in the Tokyo fight was a bit, uh, you know, just just better overall. But you know. The, the the end fight you know that's the big moment but again was neutered by the the commentary of you know the the the, the crew next to it being like oh this is what's going on now I feel like if you want to go commentary you just go all out and you actually get proper commentators to do it like it's a fighting match yeah go go yeah. fill with it and Godzilla's got him down he's pinned the arm he's picked the leg oh no he's him back like just do yeah. it properly you might as well yeah um no the choreography in Tokyo fight was 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 pretty good um. Yeah, because that was really the two big fights. I think one of the things we're learning with these movies is that there's mostly just the one, two, two big fights. Usually one in the middle and one at the end. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of our critiques of the last movie, and I think one before that as well, maybe not the one right before it, but is that maybe the fight at the end was really short compared to the one in the middle. So it felt like it peaked really early. Yeah, it felt like this was just a bit of leftover at the end. Yeah. Well, this didn't feel like that. This, this still felt like the, this was the emotional climax. No, no, I, I agree. I preferred the fight in the middle, but in terms of for the story beats, yeah, you know, and it definitely the one at the end worked for what it was supposed to be. Also, before this attack Tokyo, they're, they're sent to different cities around the world, right? And we see, you know, Angus is in France, and we yeah, s- they travel really quickly. Yeah, we see Rodan, I think, is in China, maybe I can't remember who was where. Except Godzilla was in New York. Godzilla's in New York, and it cuts to like footage of Godzilla in New York, and I started laughing because obviously it's a model, and I'm like, you don't even try to make this look New York. It just looks like a generic. City, city, yeah, city, just cityscape, yeah. But it's not even like they, they put a lot of skyscrapers to make it feel taller because it's New York. It was just no, no, it's just generic. I mean, it could have been anywhere, right? Yeah, it could have been. I just made me laugh because I feel like now because we're getting like you know modern Godzilla movies set in the US. Like obviously the first one was in San Francisco, but you know that if they put the next one in New York, it's like it's going to be recognizable. <laughs> we're going to see Times Square. We're going to see you know various Empire things. State Empire State Building. Yeah, someone's going through it. That, yeah. I'm sorry, Liberty, you're going down. Yeah. So what are they going to do? They're going to grab the torch and smack someone with the torch. That would be fantastic. I would, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be down for that. that. Probably Kong, admittedly, because Kong needs more help than Godzilla. I mean, and it makes sense to save New York for, for their fight, because Godzilla's oh, no, King Kong's kind of a attachment to New York, given the classic movie. Uh, yeah. Um. Because obviously in Kong Skull Island, he never came to the mainland. I wonder, is that what you do in Kong versus Godzilla? It's like Kong comes to the mainland, and then they set up in the first Godzilla that he's the one who comes to like balance things out. So is that why he comes? Like Kong's in New York, so Godzilla comes to fight him. Mm, is that be, why? Yeah. And then, of course, they team up to fight the real bad guy, because that's, that's how superhero movies work. And that's these how monsters, every versus works, yeah. Yes, that's how superhero... That's how, I mean, these monsters are superheroes, is what I'm saying. Um, I, I, I'm not sure I can argue with that. Before we get to that, though, we do have uh, Godzilla 2 with Ghidorah and Mothra. We do, don't we? When's that? Is that next year? Yeah, I think it's next year now, yeah. Yeah, cool. Oh, man. I can't... Godzilla looks so good in that, that last movie. I can't wait to see what Ghidorah looks like. I'm I'm really looking forward to, to re-watching that, that Godzilla. Because I, I really like the time. It's not perfect, but... Well, we'll I mean, yeah, we'll get to it, though. Because, I mean, we'll get the, to it. the plan is to finish all these before that comes out. 
so we'll have to speed up a little bit, I think, even, even with we the will. time we've got um, left. Do, do, do a couple of us. We, we've got some catch-up episodes planned in, in July. We anyway. do, yes, we do. Um, which is worth mentioning, yeah, we have like just some makeup episodes planned for July and August to catch up for all the months that we, all the, all the weeks that we missed over the last yeah, couple. Maybe we'll try and fit in a couple of extra Godzilla <clears throat> movies just to, to get back on schedule. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, uh, maybe it's good fun. Um, it is, yeah. It has the cheesy thing at the end where the, you know there's a flying away in the plane and they're waving and Godzilla and he's sort of basically just waving back. Yeah, because why like, not? Da, da, da. Um, well, my only point because they've they've got some of the Godzilla theme in there and they kind of like intercut it with the Rodan theme. Yeah, and it's, that's that's all good. I mean, I do kind of miss the main bit of the theme that I like though. I do as well, but I really like the uh, the opening, you know, the the, t- the credits music. Oh yeah. The, the, all the title screen music. I thought that was a fantastic piece. Um, I, I just missed my. Yeah, that is it nice, isn't it? Yeah, I, I know it comes back. I remember it popping up here or there. You know, depending yeah. when they feel like using it. But um, I'm looking forward to it returning. Uh, but no, so that is that is the show. All monsters. Next time we come back to Godzilla, it will be um, all monsters attack. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're getting up there in this first era, uh, and we've got a small batch left before we get to the uh, the 80s stuff we've got, I think we've got like 6 somewhat of that left um, we'll be there soon yeah so 9 down 19 to go no maybe 20 now I've included the US films and that's more like 22 is that, is that including Shin Godzilla as well that's why I went up one yeah okay yeah in fact there was news that a couple of weeks ago that they cancelled Shin Godzilla 2 and instead they're starting a a shared universe, which I thought, I mean, they basically always were a shared universe anyway, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, fine, I guess. There's more movies coming. It, it might mean that we all, we have to do some, like, we have to do, like, a Mothra movie that ties into the new Godzilla. Yeah, we're going to have to do it. Yeah, there'll be some tie-in stuff to do, but, I mean, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Well, yeah, worry about that when it happens. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I guess we'll, I guess we'll, we'll rate, um, Destroy All Monsters. monsters. Yeah. Yeah. You're really struggling with the title of this one, aren't you? Like, Destroy All Monsters and All Monsters Attacks are very similar titles. They're <laughs> they very are, similar, yeah. so what would you give it? Uh, I think I'd give it like a 6.5. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... that's... <sighs> I don't want to, I'm going to up you slightly and go to a 7. I think the ambition and how they how they, they shot the, the fight sequences... Um, okay. I think it merits a little bit of praise. So that's gonna... fair. It's it's close. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 not far off. So that is uh, that is destroy all monsters. So uh, let us know what you thought of it if you've seen it in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Uh, there's a link in the description to that. There's a bunch of stuff over there. Uh, you get to vote on the the, the bonus episode for the month. Uh, the theme this month. Um, is all uh, Akira Kurosawa films, so uh, Japanese themed, uh, not quite uh, in the same realm as Godzilla, um, but all the films were produced by Toho, which also produced Godzilla. So I mean, there's a, there's a link. There's a link. Uh, Kurosawa, a monster of filmmaking in his own right. Yes, why not? There you go. Uh, so you can t- check out that. Check out the vault as well, which is like a sort of user submitted list of movies. That's also something the patrons get to do. You can see what's in the vault. There's a link for everyone to check that out. But if you want to submit films to it, then you have to be a patron. So check that out too. There's also a bonus vote this month actually on Patreon for all of our patrons, uh, one dollar and up. 
uh, because we crossed a goal, we crossed a $150 goal, which means that we're going to be doing another bowl movie next month. And our patrons are getting to vote on which one out of a selection of four. So you can yes. also go check out that. Uh, the, the, should be noted, the term movie there is used very loosely. It's funny you say that, because I, I, I just put the votes up earlier today at the time of recording, and uh, when I was doing the, the description, just the post for the Uva Bowl vote, I said, because we hit $150, we have to now do an Uva Bowl film. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's us, so thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys, and we will see you next time.